Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Off the Dashers podcast brought to you by Three Hours of Sleep and Heat Exhaustion. My name's Jim McBride. My name's Matt Savile. And Matt Angle's not here because he's, uh, I don't know. He's playing, I don't think he's he playing has... single parent today. Right oh, now. no, I don't remember, to be honest with you. You know me, dog. Yeah, yeah, I know you. Three hours of sleep. Yeah, three hours of sleep. Heat exhaustion. <laughs> Heat exhaustion. So yeah, man, this uh, this COVID thing is a motherfucker. That's going to get us. We're ten seconds in, thirty seconds. Yep, in, we've already in. been we've already been shot down off of like half the platforms we're on. Uh, it there's I get I get metrics right for different stuff and yeah. There was a distribution thing that we were trying to get hooked into, and I still receive emails from these people like, "We can help you." I'm like, "Great." I upload the, an episode to you guys, or I've gone through the chat, and you, nothing fucking happens. So, oh, fuck, fuck off, <laughs> fuck off, right? Get out of here. And they're Get like, "No, we can still help you." This and that. I'm like, "That's great," but I literally can't. Your service doesn't work for me. Trust me, I want it doesn't, to work. I want to reach want to. more I than want our more seven people. listeners. Yeah, we love you, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, but... I love all of you guys. It's the best. I know we haven't been doing much, but there's no fucking hockey. We tried to make stuff up like we did during the offseason. It was terrible. Doesn't work. Oh, my God. So horrible. we reviewed the best hockey movie of all time, followed by one of the worst movies of all time. Just movies. Worst yeah. movies of all time. And like, then I had, this, I had yeah. the I, – I kept working on The Love Guru for a month it's and just like torture, it man. Was, like, I don't oh, it was so hard because I'd have to because I have to rewatch the movie. I have to rewatch yeah, it while I'm editing you it. Can, you're, yeah, it's the worst. I don't. I just do these. You put yourself through clips. a lot. It's stupid, man. You know how it is. <laughs> fucking idiot. Sorry. Just punch, just punch me in the face is basically what I'm. <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you. But anyway, today is so they closed. They they everybody paused hockey. Um, on three twenty one March twenty first, basically after base, so. uh, after basketball, everybody got the COVID, and they're like, "Whoa, wait a minute, this is a Hold real up. thing." And timeout, shut everything down. If you've been living under a rock or in one of those prepper tanks for the last six months, good for you. Good for you. Um, welcome good back. For you. Welcome back to reality. It's pretty bad. Uh... Yep, it's still it's it's really bad. There's literally riots all over the country um, for various reasons. Portland is currently getting smashed by secret police and, and tear gas. It's it's, it's and just, tear gas. You know, you know, there's you don't see a lot of sun in in Portland. You know, it rains a lot there, but you know, it's even worse because you know, tear gas. So yeah, it's it's an issue. But anyway, um, couple. I, know, I guess I guess probably. A month ago, they were really the NHL and the Players Association really started kicking the tires on this uh, return, the restart. I'm trying to remember what they called it. Um, basically, return to play. Return, return to, to play, play. Yeah. To, to bring to bring hockey back. They started really kicking the tires on it, and everybody went, "Ah, oh, I don't know, man. How's this going to work?" And they're like, "Oh, well, we'll play in a bubble, meaning that there will be two. I think originally there were supposed to be four hub cities to space mm-hmm. it out enough. And they're like, this just isn't going to work, so let's stick it in two. Um, there's two cities that are the Hub cities, cities, they're pretty much ready to go. Uh, one is in Toronto, the other one is in Edmonton. Teams are actually already almost like if if they're not there, they should be kind of a thing. Uh, I believe they had to. They have to. They've they had already had to like have been today there. or yesterday. Uh, yeah. Yesterday, I believe. Basically, yeah. effectively, they were tested. They've been testing like crazy. There have been a couple players who like didn't show I've up. I remember seeing a metric. There were like some over four thousand tests done over the last couple of weeks you yeah, know what i mean like make bananas. sure everything was ready to go like it, it is it's bananas like it really is but they've had no positive tests 
you know, from they have tests. Positive well, tests. they haven't reported positive tests, but also it doesn't seem like anything since since that first scare they had with like the lightning and they shut everything down oh, yeah. for like two weeks. After that, it was pr- pretty quiet, to be honest. So it the it seems like the NHL is actually doing the right thing and making sure that there's no fuckery. They're keeping it in line. Uh, they basically have, I think, four hotels based off the seating of the uh, the teams when they entered the uh, the league. It's not like they gave like they stuck the teams who were in it because they're they just got in. It's not like they stuck them in a motel eight and said good luck. They stuck that they stuck the they stuck, they stuck the canes at like a, a red roof inn <laughs> like yeah. outside of Toronto and. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are you guys are out here. It's okay. It's just they they show up and the zambonis are just parked out back and the yeah. It's just a shack behind the stadium. Exactly. Um, but yeah, basically for the first time in like a hundred and something days, hundred and twenty days, something like that, hundred thirty. I forget how many it was. Yeah, hockey's back. It's so great. It's nice to see um, the very first exhibition game, which is going to be broadcast on NBCSN, is. Tuesday, NBC, July twenty eighth. Yeah, I thought it was a plus. I thought it was. I thought it was going to be like the online thing. It is in the Philadelphia area. I think it's actually going to be on regular TV, but NBCSN is going to broadcast it because uh, the Philadelphia Flyers are playing the Shitbirds tomorrow, four o'clock, four p.m. Eastern. And I'm going to yeah. miss it because I'm going to be standing in the middle of the road, telling you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to pretend I'm still working and I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to turn on my large ass <laughs> television and I'm going to, I'm going to watch it. Just stand there with my phone telling people, fuck off. Don't feed the giraffe. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, and I'm going to be like looking at my phone being like, stop calling me. Everything's fine. Let me watch hockey. Like, yeah, it's going to, I'm going to, I'm going to for sure miss it. But anyway, um, hockey's back. I'll give you, and I'll if give you, you updates. I mean, I can, I'll just, I can look just, at my phone I know as long as I can, can sit in a truck. That's the trick. If, if, if the giraffe yeah, are standing like on the road, 90, 98 degrees outside, you're gonna be standing in the sun and fucking. Not be, bro. Yeah, I don't know. What sorry. To, I don't. I don't look at the temperature too far ahead because you don't want to know anymore. Uh, 92, 92 in storms. Perfect. Anyway, Perfect. <laughs> it's it's going to be a problem. But actual hockey, besides uh, exhibition games, restart on Sunday. August 2nd, and guess what? Philadelphia Flyers opening up the game again. It's uh, the Flyers versus the Bruins at 3 p.m. on NBC. Hockey's back, baby. Regular in the, NBC. Not in the, the sports s- channel, the regular NBC, because yeah, no they bullshit. don't have you any don't other have to... sports to broadcast. Nope. You don't have to. They're the very first game uh, that day uh, in the Scotiabank Center. Or place. It's not the not center. Um, I really and can't wait Hodger's place is the Blues and the Avalanche. It's so exciting. It is exciting. It's very exciting, and I'm excited for hockey. I just... It's yeah, nice. It is. It's very it's, nice. It's, it feels like there's some sort of normalcy coming back. Something like that. You know, I, the part of it is like that Like you can't go out and do anything. You know what I mean? You can go out and do the normal things you need to do. You can go to work. You can get groceries and, uh, you know, go to the post office, I guess. You know what I mean? Like these things that you like maybe have to do. I mean, down where you are, yeah, but up up here, up here in the the uh, the good old Northeast, it's not as much of a dumpster fire as it is everywhere else. Uh, well, I mean, and it's believe it or not, New Jersey's got a decent thing going. Right, right. Don't fuck around. Mostly because our like the governor was like, "Listen here, dipshits, don't mm. fuck this up." <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. think he called. I think I think in an official tweet or an official thing, he says, "Don't be shits about it." Well, that's a uh, a great way to be. You know, it's Jersey. It's, Listen, it's it's it a is. different thing. Well, you could say that down here. It's down here. It's really dumb, and you know, with my girlfriend working at a hospital and stuff like that, it's kind of rough because she's like, things are worse now than they were when it started. Yeah, and we're open. Yeah. So, like, what do you do? You know, and you know, you I don't know. Keep on rolling, baby. Our 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 Republican governor wants to ignore it. Well, I think I think really the big issue was at one point. Like when it's to to play devil's advocate, when it first hit, we weren't sure what the fuck was going on. Right. We weren't sure, like, oh, if you catch it, you basically it's fifty fifty, you die. And they're like, well, maybe not. And they go, but if you do get it, it's gonna fuck you up. And they're like, well, maybe not. And then it did. And then the problem is, there's there's this kind of inner weaving where people go like, oh man, yeah, you know, person X got COVID and they sneeze twice, they cough three times, and free and clear no problem. But good, yeah. yeah. And then another person who is literally the same exact like build, health, and everything, it knocked their dick in the dirt, and, and they're, they're still sick and 120 dying. days later. Yeah. So it's not Pretty fun. Rough. Wash your fucking hands. Don't touch your fucking face. Leave everybody alone. <laughs> fucking stay home. Really stay home. Like I, I appreciate people coming out and and you know helping, like especially with like the the doing all the stuff with with the zoo. It's great that you're there. It's great to see people and like a little when a little kid gets to point at the animal and you go, "Oh yeah, okay, that's that's normal." That's why, yeah, yeah. Just fucking listen. Yeah. I don't want to tell you put your fucking mask on. I don't want to tell you keep fucking moving. Just do it. I don't want to tell you, you to put your windows up. I don't want to tell you to keep your hands in the car. I don't want to tell you to like just not get adult. out of the car. I want you to just like just enjoy it. Adult. That's it. Have fun. I know you're there. I know you want to look at the giraffe. They're 15 foot tall animals. The road's only eight feet wide. No matter what side of the fucking it. road they're on, you're gonna see them. You're gonna fucking anyway. see the giraffe. All right. Listen. Back to hockey. <laughs> Back um, to hockey. Um, listen, you guys, you, you you've been listening to the show long enough. You know how this shit goes. So, the NHL has the <laughs> schedule for <laughs> as for the schedule for return to play. Uh, it's tight, tight, tight. It is. Very tight. They're they're basically just banging out games until left they... and right until they until they get it back to like almost like a normal playoff schedule to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Like once, it's once a... things are are pared down, it goes back to being a. But the the playoffs are insane anyway. You know what I mean? Like that's the other part of it. It's that the, the playoffs are always kind of insane and it's always tight. But just now, because of how many games and how they have to schedule them, and because they only have so much space, like. It, it looks crazy, and it, it and it is. I mean, to a certain extent, it is. It is. I mean, they're playing uh, five games over a week, which isn't, which sounds, which when you say it like that, sounds like it's off the wall. But that's that's what they would normally if they right. play every other day. Uh, it's best of five for the entry for teams that are already um, that the bubble teams for quotation marks. Yeah. Um, they uh, they play a best of five. There is a round robin between the. Teams who Already basically got a bye week just for seating, yeah, for for for, for seating. Um, so effectively, the uh, Flyers, Bruins, Capitals, and Lightning they could get one of four seeds. Uh, it's it's a little crazy for how they're doing it because it's not like they go like, oh, the Flyers are going to play the winner of Pittsburgh and Montreal. You know, it could be the Capitals playing the winner of Pittsburgh and Montreal, and then the Flyers are playing Carolina and Hurricanes, and then let's say. Both the teams, let's say the the Flyers and the Capitals advance, 
depending on what their records were and how the games went and other sort of things, they could get re-switched again. So instead of the Flyers then playing, you know, the next team, they could wind up playing Pittsburgh because they got reseeded. It's it's complicated. Really but, weird. Like, but it, because it be it's really odd. It's gonna it's gonna get wacky. Um, but I think that'll also help eliminate the well. This it's a Stanley Cup 2020, and then a little asterisk next to it. Because it's, it's going to be an asterisk, but they're but they're playing a full playoff series after a, coming back and playing a handful of games. Like they're getting back into the swing of things to a certain extent. Like I, they, they I are, know. and I, I see. I did see some fans um, saying stuff like, "Oh well, I don't want to be the." You know, it's going to suck if if my team's the COVID Cup winner and all this other stuff. Like, listen, no, you're not going to be mad about that. I'm trust me. No, if you're, no if you're winning, way. no, you're not going to be mad. I, I you know it's going to make you. me mad when I can't walk with the Stanley Cup down Broad Street. That's yeah, what's going to make gonna me make mad. mad. Yeah. It's going to suck because I've waited a long time. Yeah. But they that uh, would be our that would be our fucking lot in life is that we have to watch <laughs> yeah, it on right. TV because fuck us. Just them going like can't hey. have any, can't have nice things. They might. They're like, anyways. well, we did have to grease up telephone poles this year, guys. Yeah, congratulations. They're still gonna listen. You <laughs> think you're gonna keep People those savages still gonna be outside. off the street? No, yeah, I know. There's no way. There's zero way that it's gonna happen. They're gonna be outside, fucking shit up. Cars flip. There's gonna be riots. It's gonna turn into a race riot. A hundred percent. It'll be an issue. But the <laughs> it's gonna be an issue. <laughs> it will. But I don't under like I understand because the season they they played sixty eight games I think was the minimum for most teams they played sixty eight right. games, but even when when you think back to the shortened seasons, I don't ever think and go like oh well Carolina didn't really win because you know forty games, right or Tampa Bay it's I don't I don't no, think of that yeah. ever I just go oh man when the, they. The, the, uh, a team in Florida won, and they canceled the league. And then a team in Carolina won, and they went, "What the fuck? How do we fix yeah. this?" And then they gave how it. How do we? Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> so they bounced it out. But it's exciting to have hockey back. I really hope that the bubble kind of works to where basically they had all the teams who were in the playoffs, all twenty-four of them. They're stationed in four different ones. All the West Coast teams are in Edmonton. All the East Coast teams are in Toronto. They're going to play all their games there, and I guess they're going to just. I think they're moving to Toronto for the cup. Yeah, I'm, pro- I'm pretty I sure know. that's what's happening. I think that's what for, it was. Because that's because that makes the most sense for broadcasting, time wise. They'd rather do it, it on does. the east coast than the west coast. I'm pretty sure they're moving it to Toronto, like you said. I mean, it's going to be nice for Toronto because they'll be able to see what playoff hockey looks like uh, in Toronto after the first round. Um, <laughs> and they'll get to see a Stanley Cup. We get to see a Stanley Cup awarded in Toronto, so it'll be it'll be nice. Yep. They should just even if even if they don't win, they should just treat it as as if they, they won did. the Stanley Cup. Like no matter what right. happens, just jump up and down. <sighs> I just, it's, I'm not even gonna want to. It's it's going to get tight. Uh, it's going to get real tight, real crazy. I hope yeah. that the bubble works. I hope that the players and the organizations and the franchises are like listen, don't take fuck this up. Yeah, they take it seriously. Don't fuck do it up because. The NBA has a bubble, but they just had a guy who I don't, I don't know his name, but he was like, I need an exemption to go to this funeral. And they were like, okay, sure. And apparently he went to the funeral, but then also later that night was at a strip club with some, somebody else. And like, they took a bunch of pictures online. Good for him. And they went, Hey man, you were supposed to be at a funeral and then coming right back to the bubble. 
And he's like, I never went. It was an old picture. And they go, your mask is the one we gave you in the bubble. And he went, no, no, no. It's an old, it's a, da, 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 da. so he's, uh, I think they gave him a, not really a 10 game, I think, but they're basically going to quarantine him for 10 days. Yeah, it's not suspended, but he can't play. So he can't play. It's, it's, it's basically a suspension, but yeah. I think if, if you have if you have players that are going to do that, you should pretty much tell them you have a fourteen when you come back, you have a fourteen day quarantine by yourself, no teammates, just you. Um, you're gonna be tested five times or four times, whatever it is over that quarantine. Once it's cleared, you're then to stay in the bubble and you've lost all of your like privileges, yeah. I need this to do that. Cause if you don't, they're just gonna, you know, people are gonna weasel and, and pull the system. I get it. Uh, I respect the hustle. You just if you're trying to finish a league and you're a multi-million dollar player, you can't right. fucking do that. No, not at all. You really really can't. Like you you just you got to be a little bit smarter. You got to look at it as a business decision. You know what I mean? It's like whether you believe in it or not, guess what? This is, these are the facts and like you have to treat it as a business decision. Like, Cuz let's say yeah, shouldn't do this. Let's say his team is in the NBA finals. And he's like, oh, man, you know, my grandmother died. I need to go do whatever. And then he does this then. And he's a key player. Or he happens to bring it back, and they got to pause the whole playoffs again or just cancel yeah. it. Because I, I don't – the NHL has – does have things set up to where if, if one player gets sick, they're basically just going to quarantine them. They'll yep. test. They'll keep testing the team as long as nothing comes up. They'll just keep on going. But I don't know what the things are if, you know, if 18 players on a roster pop. I mean, you, you got it's got to be a forfeit. It's got to be. I mean, there's nothing else you can do. What if it's the Stanley Cup final? You know, and the Flyers uh, are playing Vegas and somebody... In I Vegas mean, I hate to say it. You have, you have um, MLSs. I mean, an MLS is like a, not a great comparison, but they're trying to do a bubble thing. And... They had several teams have to bow out of the competition. It's not quite as serious because it's it's like a fake, I don't want to say fake cup, but it's like a return to play thing that they're doing. You know, MLS is back or whatever it is, and yeah, I think it, I think like it's just several a teams, yeah, like bow out of it because they they can't participate because like the entire team is sick. You yeah, know what I, I mean, it's like yeah. I'm pretty sure the soccer one. Um, you're right. It's it's just like hey, we we don't have anything going, so. We're gonna do Here's this. a 14 team tournament to where we all play soccer, and then at the end we'll we'll give out um, a piece of hardware, a, a cup. Yeah. 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 So I'm okay with stuff like that. Doesn't bother me. Uh, the but UFC. Also, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't have the same stakes though. So a team bowing out, like it doesn't feel as like it's it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I mean, it, pro it probably matters to the team because they want to keep playing. I get that's why a bunch of these guys want to do this. Yeah. But you can't. You just you can't have stuff like that. The only other comparison I can do, I can tell you about, is the UFC. They um they've been holding events in Vegas and on Yas Island in Abu Dhabi called also nicknamed Fight Island. They've had originally the first event they had one guy pop before they got there, Jacare Sosa, and him and or he didn't the fighter didn't pop his coaches popped and everybody was like okay well hold on so they canceled his fight and then they didn't have any issues they had two run through Vegas with no issues mm -hmm. and then they started having more people pop but there's also like it started to, all of COVID started to spike again. Yeah. So it made sense. And the UFC's done, I think, probably one of the better jobs of testing fighters. Like, to, for example, when they get to, to Fight Island, they were tested before, the day before they got on the flight. 
They were tested the second they landed. They were then put in a quarantine. They were tested X number of times over that quarantine. They're tested uh, before weigh-ins. And then they were tested before the fight. I mean, and that's a ton of testing. You know what I mean? And you have a ton. It's like, it's one thing if the tests aren't reliable, but you can't say after you've been tested five times, like, you know what I mean? That you wouldn't catch it. Yeah, because they, they, I don't know. They had guys who popped for, you know, positive and then negative. Like they were, they were negative before they got there, negative when they arrived, negative like day three, they popped on day five and then they were negative again on day seven. And they were like, okay, so it's all, it's all good. They, They basically kept them going. Um, that's, I'm assuming the NHL has a similar policy to where like, hey, play every X number of days, you're going to get tested. Yep. If you fail a test, we'll we'll figure it out from there. Um, I would be surprised if they were if they were tested daily. It being I don't th- I don't think it'd be I don't think it's worth testing them daily. But if if the basic incubation is every two days, so if they test somebody every three days, right. if they test them on Monday, they test them on Thursday. I don't I don't see because it's not at this point the swab tests that they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're getting especially if they're they're linked up with a lab, they're getting the results back. You know, pretty much that day. ASAP, yeah. It's not like they're yeah. sending them off to to wherever. Yeah, it's like Guam for no reason. Yeah. So the only other the only other sport up right now, which technically isn't up, they were up until yesterday, uh, sometime today, is baseball. They no bubble. Um, the thirty the thirty teams are flying wherever into the cities, with the exception of Toronto, because Canada right. said fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays are basically just known as the baseball Blue Jays right now. They have literally no home. I think they're supposed to be so playing like, in Buffalo. So you're not playing. Well, but I think I think there's a like a minor league stadium in Buffalo. I'm pretty sure that they can yeah. play in. And especially because there's no fans, it doesn't fucking matter. So yeah, there's no fans. It's it's a decent sized place, but they um they had the Florida Marlins, um like God, 14 yes. of their staff and players popped today. So the Phillies had just uh, played them yesterday, the day before. They were coming back, and yeah, that's that's fucking... So Mm. baseball might be closed. Yeah, baseball might be canceled. So, I mean, I'm not a baseball fan. I like like the Phillies when the Phillies won in 2008. It was nice. It was nice to, to hear Harry Callis call, you know, the last out, and everything's everybody's all happy. It was it was fun. Yeah, but, it's cool. Baseball, baseball, playoff baseball, and the World Series is cool. Regular baseball, eh, just kind of even. Like even in the stadium last year or the year before, I think it was last year. Uh, I got tickets from work to go to the to sit in the Diamond Club, some fancy fucking seat, and right. I had no clue it was a doubleheader. I'll <laughs> find that out when I get there. So we sit down and we're watching the game and everything, and the game's over. So I stand up and I'm like, "All right, time to leave," and the the usher says. She goes, you're leaving? I go, yeah, the game's over. I only got tickets for this game. She goes, nah, you can stay. I'm like, you sure? Because like, I don't have a ticket. She's like, whatever. So I'm like, ah, fuck it. So we sat down. We watched Holy another shit. baseball game. That's a lot of baseball. That's a lot of fucking baseball. You were 100% correct. So the first game, they didn't announce the uh, they didn't announce the attendance. But the second game, they announced attendance at like 15 it was it was higher than what it was, and I go, that's the fucking total from both games. Don't you lie to me? Don't you piece fucking of shit. lie to me? Doubled it. <laughs> they were like, it's fifteen thousand people to watch. The... And you're like looking around, and it's like empty. And you're like, what's like fuck? six people here. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Talking about, yeah, was... baseball's weird like that. <laughs> I mean, baseball. It was the middle of summer. Nobody was, nobody cared. Yeah, I know. 
Nobody gives a shit. Uh. <laughs> hey, hockey's back. This hockey's super, back. Super high energy episode. Um, let's get to the news that everybody wants to hear about, the Flyers news. So mm. a, a few things happened. Uh, former, I almost said former. A couple things have happened. Uh, the Carter Hart was snubbed for the Hart Trophy. Um, I don't see how, with his name already being on the trophy, yeah, just don't give uh, it to him. It's his trophy. So just go ahead and give it back. So, yeah, something like that's a little fucked up. Um, the Jack Adams <laughs> for the best coach. Uh, Elaine Vigneault is up for that. It's yeah, Which is rightfully so, because he's coached his dick off to get the Flyers to where they are. I mean, it's just night and day between last year and this year. I mean, I don't... I'm trying to remember the other... Uh, the other nomination, the other nominees... I think uh, the what's his face from the Penguins up for it too. I gotta find it. I can't remember Jack Adams nominees. What? I'm trying to find all up. of them, but it do you know? Listen, I'm a fucking idiot. This is nominees. A Bruce Cassidy. John Tortorella, Elaine Vignier. There we go. This guy's on the ball. He knows what the fuck you're talking about. Yep. So I mean, you could, you really could make an argument for all three of them. I'm not gonna. You could. You could. I'm not gonna so be like, hey, this could. and that. But, but I think you gotta give it to. You gotta give it to. Uh, you mean to take the Flyers and that at the stop, they're second in the Metro on a nine and one winning streak. Like they're, I mean, they were they were on a fucking tear headed to the playoffs, potentially headed for first in the Metro. You know, like it was just, I don't know, they. They were picking it up. They were putting the pieces together. They were playing the system. They were playing the way they were supposed to be playing. And teams were scared of the Flyers. And yep. and that was, I mean, I'm not saying the personnel wasn't there. It's like the addition of Kevin Hayes and Matt Niskanen are huge things. But No, man. Do they remember the one's co- overpaid and one's not good. I know. Exactly. But <laughs> the, coaching, the coaching there is, is, pretty, is pretty fucking good, too. So... I mean, you can add players, you can add good players, but without a system to put them in, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't know that it all comes together. And I think uh, Elaine Vignier has made some true moves hiring head coaches as assistants. I, so, yeah, listen, the Flyers are, we've talked about it a billion times. The Flyers the are most coach, The most coached team. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, it's, yeah, it's just silly. Yeah, it's just silly. It so, can't get any better than that. No, I mean, so I mean, for Jack, for Jack Adams, I think, I think there's a lot of weight there to to say, yeah, like he's, he could be the guy. I, I think, I think it's a good chance. Uh, for other awards, though, too, you look at the Selkie Trophy, though. That's the one I'm. That's the one I'm really see. interested in because I think Sean yeah. Couture. It's, it's really, it, it should be like it's Bergeron's one to lose. He's won yeah. it four times, five times, whatever it is. He's always. Yeah. 
won it. Uh, I think Ryan Always O'Reilly's... Always running for it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the Selkie Trophy is for the forward who best excels in the defensive aspect of the game. Um, if you were building the team around a player and Sean Couturier didn't exist, you would pick Bergeron. That's who you want for this. He does a phenomenal job. I don't... You know, it's... I don't know how you don't give it to Bergeron, but Sean Couturier, not only last year when he probably should have gotten a, a solid nod to it, he's basically the workhorse for the Flyers. He's the most offensive production. He had the most offensive production this year. He kills penalties. He, you know what I mean? Like is, is just an all around every, every time, like when you look at the, like the stat sheets, like there were some graphs that were really interesting to look at for every player like this. Every time somebody plays with him, essentially they're, they're better. Everybody, you know what I mean? And there were certain players that when they played together with other players, like, you know, I mean, occasionally like they weren't better. They didn't make that player better. And there wasn't a single, a single person on the flyers when they were on the ice with Sean Couturier that they weren't better. Like end of story. Like if you're the, you know, the best defensive forward, you're putting up the most points, you make everybody around you better. I, it's, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's just, are you doing it as well as Bergeron? Like, that's... that's yeah, the, he's, that's the, he's the bar. Like, yeah, that's the and problem. I, legit, I, it, I think... I'm, my bias is showing, but I do... I really do think Sean Couturier has done enough that you can't really call him underrated at this point. And if right. you are, what are you watching? Because everybody loves him. I mean, I don't... Listen, the kid's been in the league since he was 18. Yep. And at 18, they were like, oh, you know, hopefully he turns out, whatever. And then within his first season or two, he was shutting down just monsters. The Crosbys and Malkins of the world. Like, yeah, he was just shutting them down. And people and like, oh, this, on it. Yeah. this kid's okay, but he was really known for his offensive game. And you go, oh, well, yeah, he, was, he had, you know... Uh, Matt Reed, and they go, oh, well, Reed's a, he's a good player, he, this and that, and everybody went, oh, no, Matt Reed's not that great, he just had that one really weird season where everything seemed to work. Every time he touched the puck, he scored a shorthanded goal. Yeah, it, it was crazy, <laughs> it just, that was, that year worked, and then, yeah. you know, Couturier kind of bounced around for a little bit, and then two years ago, they were like, eh, put him at center and put Drew uh, on the wing. And, and then all of a sudden, magic. he's got everything. You know, all of a sudden, Drew points. has a hundred point season, and like Couturier is yeah. lighting a lamp and everything. And went, everybody went, "Wait a minute, this hold Couturier on a second. <laughs> the season before, they were like, "He's a bust. Da, 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 get rid of him." And now everybody's like, "He's the greatest player on the team. He should be the captain." And everybody went, "Hold up, let's hold see up. how it goes next year." And next year, he did it again. Yeah, and people Pretty went, "What?" This isn't this you know everybody loves Sean Couturier. This now he should win a Selkie. I think he won. I think he got like three votes last year. Not a lot, right? Um, and then this year he's up for it. And same thing, he's just crushing it. You, yeah. you could make the argument for all three of them. Um, but I don't. I the only one I don't think wins is Ryan O'Reilly. Right. But the problem with Sean Couturier is his jersey is orange and white, and it's got a flying P on the front. And just doesn't it's not a good look when the league likes fires just yeah, never so it's not allowed it's not allowed the only other flyer for an uh, nhl award is the um masterson's trophy 
It is given to the player who best exemplifies the qualities, perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to hockey. There's three players who are on this. There's um, Stephen John, who he basically missed two years due to headaches. Um, he right. played a few times. He was kind of up and down. They, you know, he didn't. They weren't sure if he was ever going to play again. Uh, the other one is Bobby Ryan, who left the hockey in November, right, October, to go uh, battle a an addiction issue. And the whole league rallied around him and said, "This is what's going on." You know, he's he's Bobby Ryan's been very open about. What he's what's he's had, happening? He's had a lot of issues. Like, you, well, read read up about Bobby Ryan because that's not yeah. even his real name. He had, so. yeah, it's not. He had um a ton of yeah, it's Cherry Hill native Bobby Ryan. It's <laughs> he had like a shit ton of family stuff. He had alcohol issues, and it's he's ironed it all out, and he's continued to play. He recorded a hat trick his first game back. So it's a real feel-good story. But the one for Philadelphia, just because again, it's a biased thing, is in December. The Flyers found out that Oscar Limbaum had uh, Ewing sarcoma. It's a, like a type of bone cancer. The Flyers ribs, were... His, uh, on one of his ribs. It was like yep. weird. He was leading the team in, I believe, goals uh, or points total. I, I forget which one it was. But they were basically like, hey, you might not play hockey anymore. And the whole everybody in Philadelphia went, ah, fuck. You know, this kid has, he's got promise. It's a, it's a contract year for him. He's coming off... Uh, his entry level kind con- things things are looking up. This kid's scaling up, especially after all the goofy shit that he went through with Dave Haxtell. He's trending up. He's on a line that works. He's on with teammates that are fantastic. And then all of a sudden, you know the the good old Flyers curse that it feels like smacked him. And they were like, they don't know if he's ever going to play again. And they're like, oh, but it's cool because Patrick might not ever play again either because he's got headaches and they don't know how to fix it. Fuck. So I he went. Like, yeah. Fuck Go us. ahead. It's a, I mean, every team has it. Like you could make the argument that every time Sidney Crosby seems to be doing really, really well, somebody hits him in the head and he's got to miss four months. Right. Which is fucked up too. I mean. It is, it is. It is. The whole thing. It is fucked up. One of my favorite things from uh, the Ice Guardians documentary is, I want to say it was Marty McSorley. It was one okay. of those, one of the older tough guys. They go, listen, they go, Sidney Crosby would have probably had a legit crack at a lot of Gretzky, Gretzky stuff, but there's nobody like me watching his back because the league doesn't allow it. Basically, what he said was, if there was, you know, a, an enforcer position on the Penguins, a guy who just looked down the bench and said, "Don't fucking touch number eighty-seven," he would he would probably have had, you know, at least made a decent crack at a, a better career. Not to say that Crosby's had a bullshit career. We need Matt for he's that. He's had a pretty great fucking career. This is perfect for Matt. Right. But he's had, you know, he's he's had a, a really good thing. But Oscar Lindblom at this point, last month, um, no, this month, right? Yeah. Brother COVID fucked up my timeline. A couple, couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. Uh, at the Abrams, 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 Ambersons, Ambersons Cancer Center uh, in uh, Philadelphia. Ended his uh, treatments, rang the bell. Everybody in Philadelphia cried simultaneously. We don't know why. Nobody knew why until after. Yeah. Yep. 
And then all of a sudden there was like, well, he could play hockey again. And everybody went, hold up. He can play hockey again? And they're like, yeah, but, you know, probably not now, you know, because the COVID thing. They got to they gotta back yeah, off. And everybody went, and they're like, yeah, that makes sense, right? Yeah, that yeah. makes that makes like a lot of season, sense. Next season, he'll come back. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe, yeah, no, maybe he'll no play next problems. season. Like, we'll no see. fucking problems. And then they started the 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 lead up to the return to play. And they were like, oh, well, the, every team gets 31 players uh, to be sent to the bubble. They're like, oh man, I wonder, wonder who the Flyers are going to take. I wonder if uh, Morgan Frost is going to make it. Or, oh, well, I hope Farabee makes it. You know, it'd be really uh, neat if he, if he need, if this person makes it. And then I mean, Fletcher, need, if Nolan Patrick came back because he was practicing with the team. You know, it's like, oh yeah, yeah he's, like, he's he might come back. And then somebody went, well, what about what about Oscar? And they went, nah, bro, he's got. They can't have him get COVID now. All the, all the shit this kid's gone through, and now you're going to tell him he's got COVID. And then Chuck Fletcher was like. Listen, man, he's talented. We don't know if he's going to be on our 31 teams or not, but he is coming to Toronto. And everybody went, hey, hey. Hold up. Hey, hold up. So a few days ago, the uh, yesterday, right? <laughs> yesterday, the Flyers announced that they have uh, are sending 31 different players. Some of the notables are uh, Zamula uh, in, in the defenseman. He's, um, he's really turning out to be a, a real decent defenseman. Like crazy good. Like It's... Like it's, it's like another really, Phil really Myers nice. situation. Like mm-hmm. he's Phil Myers has been great this year. Like he really took a lot of strides forward this year, and he was one of those undrafted guys that came out of Calgary and you know looked really good. Yeah, like and it's it's like as as an undrafted you know free agent, like it was like one of the best pickup suppliers I've ever had. And now yeah. you you have the same exact scenario for Zavula, and he's like undrafted defenseman. Out of you know? out of Calgary, <laughs> like it's like it's working. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> if it works, it works. Um, other notes, other uh, uh, Ustamenko from the Reading Royals, the ECHL team. He's going to be the fourth backup for you a goaltender. A you need a you need a fourth goalie. You never know. So he, he's probably go down. He's probably Still not going to play, but uh, no, but he's there. It's nice. Um, all the other guys that they they traded for at the the trade deadline and. Uh, Andreoff, Grant, Thompson, they're all on their way there. Uh, Kubel made it. Uh, Connor Bunneman made it. And then... Ubi, Ubi, Ubi Kubi. Yeah, Ubi Kubi made it. And it, like, I'm, go- I'm going down like, okay, Morgan Frost made it. Farabee made it. Okay, no, it's uh, TK, uh, Lawton. And then number 23, Oscar Limblom. And I went, no, that's not real. Why are they bringing him? <laughs> I go, I go, I go, it's, it's obviously a, like a moral support thing. And then they showed him at practice doing stuff. And everybody went, oh, wait a minute. He's actually playing. Like he's, he's playing. Been, I he stayed. He stayed in apparently amazing shape while he was doing, taking his cancer treatments. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, the whole. A lot of them didn't fuck around. Yeah, which is nice because I think I think they I think it's in the back of their head that this is this could be a real thing. They had a legit shot before the pause. They have a legit shot right now. Yep. Uh, there's yeah. there's a lot of big factors coming in. Um, Travis Konechny has been. Phenomenal. I, I'm glad that they're doing this little build-up of games. And I hope nobody fucks around and gets hurt. Uh, Kevin Hayes is a key piece that they've added. Um, Sean Couturier has been lighting things on fire. Matt uh, grew his beard out the entire time, and he looks like a fucking animal. Did you see uh, Provorov? Yeah, also his looks beard? like an animal. I think, that, gonna... I, think that him and, I think that him and Niskanen were like in cahoots. They're like, let's grow beards. 
and then they did and now they're gonna come in and they're just gonna beat people down with their beards listen i'm not gonna lie to you i saw the picture of provorov first before i did before i read a little farther and it said provorov on the the caption mm -hmm. i go who the fuck is that I'm looking at him going, like, I don't know who the fuck that is. And they go, that's Provorov. I go, that's, that's fucking Provorov? That's a man. <laughs> what happened? And I go, up. oh, well, last time he was 18, you know, fresh fresh over into the United States to play hockey. And he, he had, like, the little scraggly the little scraggly beard. Like, it was there, but it's, it needed some work. And then last year, obviously, didn't play in the playoffs. But this year, he's made up for it. That or they, everybody just shaved some of the stuff from Gudis and they've been keeping it and they've got it all glued to their face. <laughs> uh, let's hope not. Let's, let's hope that's, that's not the case, but uh, okay. Okay. Hey, a girl uh, can you, dream. you can write that one into your fanfics. I don't, I don't need that. <laughs> I, don't, just, I don't need to think about that anymore. <laughs> start typing I don't want to think about that. that pasting pasting Gudis's facial hair onto their face because they miss him so much. I, I, I don't... I, mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have gone with Miss, but yeah, the Flyers have a uh, the the basically the the team that was playing super well is still in position to play super well. The roster is basically the same. Um, there's no change, with the exception of Limbaugh. Oscar's most likely not going to play, but he's on the roster. But he's on the roster if. If the wheels really come off, or if for some reason, like I don't think he plays the, he's obviously not playing in the round robin. I mean, he could um, still come in and just be legitimately better than somebody else on the roster. Like he might come in and practice, and they might just be like, "Fuck you, get out of here." Oscar Wiblum's back. Like <laughs> that's. I was I was just thinking. So if because the the Flyers are already in the playoffs, right? So obviously they have this warm up game tomorrow. Uh, the 28th with Pittsburgh. So I imagine there's going to be a bunch of guys who are going to be playing to kind of get them up to speed a little bit. Yes. But if, if they're, if the flyers are, you know, they've, they've won their first three seeding games and it's obviously that they're going to win, you know, first number one seed for the, the bye week people. Right. Do they throw in like a Limblom? Do they throw in a Kubel to be like, Hey, you know, we'll give drew the day off. go, play this game to keep you guys fresh too. I wonder, what, I wonder if there's going to be teams that are going to be you know, kind of kind of riding that angle a little bit to make sure to see what keeps everybody as fresh as it's, possible. It's hard to say. It's really hard to say. Don't know. It but is. We'll find but out tomorrow. We will. They've announced the roster for that, right? Uh, I don't know. Pretty sure they did. I, I haven't seen it. Or at least they've they've been telling the uh, media talk about what they're doing. Well, the media got real pissed because they're apparently not allowed into the uh, into the bubble, or they're they're restricted. They're very they're only allowed certain certain things. But it that makes complete sense to me, right? Like you can't have. You can't have all the television people, all the radio people, all of these, you know, the, the commentators, the columnists, the reporters. You can't jam them all in there. I know they're doing some virtual stuff, like post-game things are going to be all virtual. Mm -hmm. um, I think they'll have press box people, but they don't have to interact with the players. They can be way up top. Right. You know, it's, it's, 
I just think it's one of the things that I get it's your job and you really want to you really want to be there. Trust me, I would want to be there too. Right. But it's the NHL's trying to do something rather ambitious. And they have to do it the right way. Yeah, they're taking like end of story. They're taking um like what's thirty one times twenty four? Uh, it's like 800, right? Let's do some math. Uh, seven. What, what was that? I didn't, hear, I didn't hear. I was trying to figure out how many how many players are going. So 31 times 24, that's like 750 players on top of coaching, on top of uh, staff, you know, to get them to there. So let's call it, let's call it, let's be crazy and call it 1,000 people. They're trying to get a thousand people to stay in a bubble and not introduce anything. And then you're going to add an, an additional like two people per broadcast per team. So an additional 48 people right. just for radio and then an additional 48 people just for the television. It's like if you want the success, if you want the success, they have to maintain the bubble. So they have to limit the number of people in the bubble. More right. people more risk. The NHL knows this, so they're just like, hey, we're trying to have as few as few amount of people in and out as possible. And I imagine that the they a lot of the bigger name guys are going to be in the in the, the bubble for the reporters and stuff for the pool. But I don't I don't oh apparently I just saw the number fifty two people per team. Uh, 1,248. There you go. It's the whole big number. Yes, it is. So I can, I can see why you're, you know, why you'd be upset. But, got it. It's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. If I could get, <laughs> if I could get Adam to go to Toronto on behalf of the Off the Dashers. And be like and st- a... <laughs> and stand there. Yeah. I've got, I'm pressed. I'm, I'm pressed. pressed. We'll have to get him like an old timey hat that had the little card in it that said press yeah, on the side. Pressed. Yeah, exactly. A plaid suit. And he can say uh, 1940s things, but with a Canadian accent. Yeah, it'd be real weird. <laughs> we should should message him and find out. If he... Find out if he would just go and stand out there and do it. Yep. Um... We'll but that's, print that's... Up, we'll print him up some some. I, I don't want to call them fake credentials because it won't be fake. Like we're we're a legitimate uh, news outlet, right? Sure. Uh, so the press credentials we print him aren't fake. Technically, right? They're not. But it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, doing it with a uh, good night, good hockey. Mm-hmm. I remember Dylan was like, "Hey, can you?" Well, actually, the first time he texted me. He goes, hey, I can't go to the game tonight. Do you? Can you? Are you able to do like two back-to-back games? It was like two back-to-back home games. I go, sure, whatever, I'll do them. And then within like an hour of him of me agreeing to it, my boss was like, hey, can you work these next two days? I was like, I really can't. I kind of have this thing I want to do with this and that. And he's like, oh, we really. Don't. I was like, ah. I was only, I was very new to the job. I was like, ah, fuck. All right, not do yeah, it. Yeah, I'll do it. Let's go. So I had to text him, be like, I can't do this. I'm real sorry, man. I want to do it. Trust me. But yeah, you can't. You're like, fuck. That's so, rough. 
And then November 4th, 2017, I get another text. Hey, bud, I can't go to the thing. You want to go do it? I'm like, let's go. Put on a nice, put on a nice little, like, I wore pants because I normally wear shorts. Yeah. Put on some yeah, nice slacks. A long, a long sleeve shirt, like, with buttons and shit. It's fucking looking nice. And you, were, you, were, ja- you were James McBride. Yeah, man. Sat next to <laughs> Ryan Gilbert and uh, Charlie O'Connor. Hell yeah. You know, and some other guy who had two laptops. <laughs> what? And here I, he had two laptops. I didn't have, I didn't have a laptop. You're like, I've got a, paper. <laughs> I did. I, I, had, I had like a little notebook, like the flip up kind. <laughs> yeah. Know? And I'm like, I'm going to write everything I'm taking notes. Here. And I'm looking, and I really, I so bad wanted to turn to the guy and be like, hey, man, let me borrow one of them laptops. So like, you using both those? Are you using both of these, man? You're crazy. I don't know That's who it was. Insane. It was. It was. It was insane, but. It was it was a it was it was a fun experience. I can basically, with with sitting in that seat, I've literally sat in every level you can in the Flyer Stadium. I've sat all the way like from the very top row. I've sat in those the fancy boxes. I've sat in the mezzanine, the lower level, mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. on the glass. I've technically sat in the locker room. I've sat in the little area outside the locker room. My ass has been in. A seat in every fucking level of that goddamn stadium. It was nice. Hell yeah! I mean, that's 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 true fandom, Jim. You've just yeah. you've done it all. You've done I'm it excited. all. Excited, yeah. Skated on the ice, sat on the bench. I want to try and get one of those going. Maybe you can come up and play. I would uh, not do well because I can skate, but that's about all I can do. We've had for one of them. There's a guy, and he's literally he brought his friend brought extra equipment, mm-hmm. but he didn't have stuff that was the right size. So like he's wearing what looked like pee wee shoulder pads, and he goes, "I've never even played hockey before." He goes, "I don't even know how to skate." I'm like, "We're like whatever, just get Talk out there, you'll we'll figure it out." <laughs> there's little kids and stuff who play. So I think yeah. the youngest player that we've had was nine, eight maybe. At the Flyers one, uh, Matt's kid played at the the Reading one. Yeah, yeah. He had a good time. It's fun. It's it's really fun because there's no real there's no real competition. We're all just dicking around, giggling, and you know all that stuff. It's it's a it's good time. Happy to be there, right? Like that's the thing. Yeah, well, I've told to I've told this story before. The first the first Flyers uh, our Flyers takeover I couldn't go to because I was unemployed and I didn't have the fifty dollars seventy five bucks whatever it cost. Um, but the, the second year, yeah, the second year, because Dylan was like, I'm going to do another one. I'm like, I'm saving. I uh, had all this money. I had to put away. I bought the ticket. And then I remember standing, standing on, after I got dressed, standing on the little thing to walk out. And about four steps in, I realized I couldn't feel my legs. And I go, oh, shit, is my gear tight? And I'm looking at my legs going, no, it's fine. And the GoPro, because I had a GoPro on top of my helmet. I would literally take two steps and then have to look at my feet to make sure I was staying on the rubber mat. Yeah, because like, I, I was can't feel anything. I was so excited. I didn't feel anything until about five minutes left of the third period. Right. And I was like, bro, I'm on the fucking ice for the Flyers. What are we doing? Let's go. And I moved around a little better. Not great. And I remember the second one, Dylan goes, man, you're, you're like moving around a lot better than you did last time. I go, yeah, I can feel my fucking legs. I can feel my feet. I'm not having, you know, my heart's not going 180 beats per minute all because I'm standing right at the, play, the the center ice where the Flyers have been playing and I've been watching for the last 35 fucking years. 
it's a good time. It is. It but sounds like a really good time. That's about it. I I got no. There is no. Literally no other hockey news. Oh, there is other hockey news. What the fuck are we doing? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you're idiots. Uh, so the yeah. I mean, yeah. yes, a hundred percent. I I agree. I agree with you. There is there's another piece of giant hockey news. It involves the I, West uh, Coast. Can't remember. And a potential thing with Seagrams. Oh yeah. So Seagrams <laughs> has a new hockey team. Yeah, the the Seagram Kraken. Um, uh, the Seattle Kraken are officially the thirty second team in the NHL. They dropped their name the other day. Um, yeah. In a weird press conference style thing. Did you watch it at all or no? No. I was watching it, and it felt weird because. Like instead of saying the Seattle it was, franchise, it was a marketing. It was a marketing thing. It was, it was like it was hundred percent. It, really... it was an announcement. It it didn't it what they were, it didn't feel like they were announcing a a team. From what I understood, it felt like they were launching a product. That's really the way it felt because I don't think they said they would say franchise and they would go like you know there's other Seattle sports brands like the Seahawks and this and it's like man right. Just fucking say franchise. Just say team. Give me team. Say the crack, you know, the Seattle team, San Diego NHL team, or Seattle hockey team. We're going to be good. We're good. We have this idea, that idea, this idea. Um, you can, you can make it less like markety by just saying, "Hey, this." You want to make it a little bit more approachable as a fan, right? You don't want to just be supporting a company. You want to be supporting a team. It so. it just felt very weird. Uh, the jerseys are nice. I'm not mad at the jerseys. The little S logo really does look like the Seagram's logo. Yeah, when I pointed that out, I was like, "That's the Seagram's S, like a hundred percent." Like I found the picture, and I yeah, I I seen it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I I the one here's the thing I was disappointed with. The logo is nice. The branding is nice. I just feel like they glossed over the fact that the name of the team is a Kraken and like the logo is like an S and there's just like this hint that there, you know what I mean? There's like an octopus arm, like in the S like, that's it. Like that's the only nod to the Kraken. Like the secondary logo was an anchor. Like the I anchor's just, nice. Cause it's got the space needle in it. It does. And it's a very nice logo. There's, I have nothing. There's nothing wrong with the logos. I just don't feel like it's, I feel like the Kraken thing is a complete afterthought. That's all. And I, I just, I feel like it was a missed opportunity. Do you know what I mean? It does. It. I think the issue is, I think they were trying to avoid it looking like a, uh, like an AHL minor league logo, which you might as well just go for it. Just you're, go you're for a new it. Team. I mean, like the whole thing about it is it's like, do something, you know what I mean? And guess what? You're not, you're not a minor league team. Like it doesn't no, matter yeah, what the logo is because guess what you're you're the big show like you are, you know like you have the big you you, you just again it just doesn't matter. Like, do I feel like the Columbus Blue Jackets logo is like a minor league logo, especially like yeah, like because it's a fucking star like with like some swooshes and same thing with the you know the stars. It's like you can't you you're allowed to have a simple logo. You're allowed to even have a complicated logo, and it's still fine. But like. The S just didn't just fell flat for me because I felt like it just work. didn't. It's like when you got the when you got the Vegas Golden Knights branding. Guess what? You understood that it was a Golden Knight because guess what? It was a Knight's helmet. It's a literal it Golden gold. Knight. <laughs> like I don't know how much more like in your face it can be. Like it, it, you don't have to explain it. 
you know, the S and it's like, but where's the Kraken? You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't know. It felt missed. Like, it's just like, if you, if you just had, you know, even if you had the anchor logo and some of the like octopus arms wrapping around it and you got more of that Cthulhu vibe, I think that'd be neat, but that's not what happened. You, you don't might... have to have an octopus as it, but you need to allude to it a little bit more than one tentacle in the S. Like, and, and it's like a, it's like it's like built into the logo too. It's not even a like a like a forward part of it. It's like a it's like a hint of it. <laughs> so I I don't yeah, know. The S isn't great. I got a feeling after the when the season starts that they're going to get a third like alternate logo, alternate jersey. That's going to get folded in as the the regular Earth logo. Fucking hope so. I got a feeling, but if you want, if you want some uh, some Seattle Kraken merch, you can go to releasethekrakenstore.com and you can get yourself a forty dollar Release the Kraken T-shirt. Just well, good for you. Yep, forty good, bucks. Good, good for all of you spending forty dollars on Release the Kraken T-shirts. They they are donating a hundred percent of the net proceeds through August twenty first to Youth Care, which is a uh, a thing out in the metropolitan Seattle for. Homelessness and things like that. So it's, well, that's it's good, good too. It's good. So they have, you know, maybe they have all the normal. Yeah, they have all the normal stuff. A hat. Uh, they have a puck. And I got a thing for pucks. I might pick up. I might get me one. But just for giggles. Just for giggles. Um, but it's there are now officially thirty-two NHL teams. Parody. There's parody. Yeah. So it should be. It should even. be nice. It should be even again, right? And I hope you know. I hope that they they work everything out. I hope that they do 18, well. Eight teams in every division, right? Nah, you know the NHL fucked that up. I know they're gonna do it somehow. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. I don't know. Yeah, I I know what you mean, but like, fuck. <laughs> I I just don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's uh it's pretty fucky. It's pretty crazy. But that's oh. about uh a... Is that all the news we got this time? That's it really. Well You got uh, uh, I got nothing. Wash your fucking hands, you dirty bastards. Told you I was grinding I'm grinding stumps this weekend. Yeah, you, I you were gonna get in my backyard. You were gonna get um Stump grinder, get, uh, yeah, stump grinder, and some heavy machinery. Yeah, it's it's heavy machinery. It really is. It's no joke. Listen, man, I drive heavy machinery all the time. It's not that bad. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I'm not like 15 anymore, and it, it just doesn't excite me. <laughs> Trust me, when you when you when you sit behind and you get the little controls and you start, you know, murmur, murmur, murmur. Mur, it's. Oh, cool. I'm not saying it's not cool. I'm not saying it's not cool. Just saying. Sure. After after spending like all that time like pulling the trees down and being out there on the hill, like I just want to have it done. Like I'm just done with it. it. <laughs> you just want it done. So I'm fucking over it. <laughs> like Listen. I, you know, like I want to put the fence up and then I want to I want to landscape the yard and be like fucking done with it. You know, yeah, like when, that's what I want. Last year, when all those trees fell and fucked up my yard, all the trees are finally removed. My fence is still completely fucked up. Um, and I want it. I got a. I gotta get that. That's the next step. But mm-hmm. that was actually included with a bunch of stuff, and the good old COVID knocked that 
bitch down again. So, um, fuck you, COVID-19. But I got nothing going on. I've been working. Yeah. Ten-hour days have magically turned into twelve-hour days because of you know money. Money. We've made a shit ton of money. Um, I don't see a dime of that money. But it's there somewhere. But it's there. I get paid. I'm not. You know, I get paid well because my job's dangerous. I could get eaten by a tiger or a lion or kicked by a giraffe, and then that's it. Good night, Irene. Should you imagine that on like your cause of death certificate, like kicked by a giraffe? Kicked by a giraffe. The fuck in Jersey? What the fuck is he doing? What the fuck is going on here? I've thought about that a few times. Like, there's there's things that I see on my like that I go, oh, if I died from this, I you can't go in, you can't get into heaven if you died from one of these animals. Right. It's like when remember remember when spinach had was killing people because they had a collar or something. Coli. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine imagine get all the way you go all the way to heaven and look at the fucking paper and go, really spinach, bro? Sit over there with the fucking guy who choked on a pretzel. Fuck off. Fuck off. That'll let you in. You don't get it. You're not getting it. <laughs> like, really? Like, really? I'm not getting in for that? <laughs> no, you bro. I don't... Fucking spinach. Dude, but how do you call I on it? Don't matter. Were you like, old? You, no. Yeah, were, were you, you young? Old? No. Okay. <laughs> get better. <laughs> be better get, at get, this. Get better. Please be better at this. Sit next to the guy who drowned in hummus. Yeah. Oh my god. I got nothing going on. We've been playing D&D. Yeah. Pretty fun. We got D&D tomorrow, and then I'm going to go pretend to be homeless for a week. Yeah. Go fucking camping, which I don't want to do, you know, because it's hot it's Nothing better fuck. to do. Yes, yeah, it's hot. There's nothing better to do, and yeah. It's going to be great, Jim. Yeah, great and I got, I, got a, I got a two-year-old, you know, and she's going to do really well sleeping in a fucking tent. No. 100 degrees. It's I'm gonna no. have a bad time. Yeah, yeah, you are. But we get to play D and D tomorrow. I get to play D and D on Thursday. Then I get to not sweat more liquids out for the moment. <laughs> yep. Got anything else you want to add, there, buddy? No, oh, man. I'm good. I'm tired. Just... Probably a ping mad angle. Yeah. See what he wants. Basically, mad angle says learn Linux. Um. And be a prepper. I think that's his new kick, right? It's like, I want to buy a piece of property in the middle of nowhere and live wants, off the grid. What's a compound? It but. doesn't sound like it's very conducive to being a programmer, but... it does. Whatever. Yeah, it's, 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 it's the direct opposite of what he wants. It's like, I want to live off the grid. It's like, yeah, but you got to make but money, like Your too. livelihood is, like, literally using computers. It's like... I don't know. <laughs> it's I don't want to get into these discussions because there's no winner. Everyone loses. Everyone loses. <laughs> Everyone. That's loses. all I got. Sorry. Be nice to everybody. Be nice to the people at the store. Stop They're tired of on people. Too. Don't, don't touch sneeze. anyone. Yeah, don't spit on them. Fucking wear your mask. Wash your goddamn hands. And remember, kids. Well, I was gonna say, I guess because we've been ending these since March, we wash our hands. So we're gonna start that over. Wear your masks. Social distance. And remember, kids. Wash your hands.